marriage can be a really confusing idea. For those that are single, you might be going through life and asking questions. Maybe whenever one of your friends gets married, you're excited for them on the one hand, but on the other hand, you're also disappointed because you really wish you were in their shoes. Sometimes you go through lonely nights, endlessly swiping left and swiping right on dating apps, hoping that maybe, just maybe, the right person is out there, but so many times you leave it disappointed. It can be really difficult. It can be really frustrating. It doesn't make any sense why other people have people and you don't have somebody yet. And even though you begin to doubt a little bit, you believe in your heart truly that there is somebody out there. Or maybe you're on the other side of this and you're married and and things are going pretty good, but like all marriages, you get into fights and arguments sometimes. And you scroll through Facebook and Instagram and you see pictures of all these happy marriages perfectly going through life. And you wonder to yourself, is my marriage messed up? Are we doing it wrong? And it can be a frustrating feeling because you're trying to understand what marriage is like and how to balance it. But then you see everybody else's perfect life. And you wonder to yourself, am I crazy? Today, regardless of which camp you find yourself in, marriage and other people's marriages can feel like a mystery. So today we want to talk about that, talk about what marriage is really like. I'm Josh Cave, and I've asked these exact same questions all throughout high school and into my early young adulthood. I wondered what marriage would really be like. I wondered what that kind of relationship, what it would entail. And so today I'm joined by my wife, Molly Cave, and we'll share from our own experience and from research we've done to give you kind of an idea and a, and a picture of what marriage is like. But before we get into that, let's cue the music. Welcome to the After Youth Podcast, where we answer the most challenging questions asked by every Christian young adult. Let's dive in. So this is a topic that I'm really excited to talk about because I think I think it's so valuable and I know in my own life this is something that I struggled with a lot when I was single trying to understand what marriage would be like. I I had a desire to get married, I wanted to and uh in searching for that and in, in searching for that intimacy, I had a really difficult time comprehending what it would be like and what it would be like to share a life with somebody. We wanted to talk just and share from our own experience and from some other things we found. So Molly, I want to go ahead and start with a question for you. How did you feel about getting married before we met? Um, like it felt like a mission. Like, okay, this is something I have until high school to figure out. And then after that, you're getting old. (laughs) If you haven't found that person in high school, because you hear all these stories of everybody, um, all these adults in your life that they, you know, they met in high school and they got married right out of high school. And so that was kind of the, I wouldn't say it's the expectation from everybody else from the outside looking in, but for me looking out, it was like, this is the expectation. If not, something's wrong with me. Um, So it felt, like I said, like a mission, like I have to get this done. And it almost felt like, before I really got an understanding, it felt like 
that was my goal as a Christian too. Like if I can't find a spouse, what now? <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like in a lot of ways I felt similar, like in my dating, like, especially in high school, you feel like that's your opportunity and anything after high school felt like forever later, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't even like a real thing. So for me, I feel like I felt in a pretty similar way, you know, really trying to find the right person all the time. But I want to ask you in the same way, like, did you want to get married? Were you looking forward to it before we met? Um, yes, of course I wanted to get married. I mean, I wouldn't have married you if I didn't have that expectation in mind before I met you. But I think it was a check off the box. So yes, I wanted to get married because that's what you do. But I would never met anybody to want to marry. Um, so it was it was just like a task, really, because I didn't know that. I mean, I know that sounds cheesy, but I didn't know love until I met you. That's so cheesy. But <laughs> I, I mean, I really didn't know what that meant, you know? I think that's a really interesting perspective that you bring up with like it being a task. Like it's just another step in life. For me, it was really something that I wanted to be. Like I wanted that relationship. I wanted marriage for marriage's sake not just as another task or another um, another thing to check off but i spent the majority of my life up until we met you know searching that out wanting that but being a desire deep down in my heart um i feel like really a lot of young adults feel that way of wanting to get married and for some of them like they just don't feel like it's going to happen I used to tell friends that whenever uh, they would say, like, I'm never going to get married. I was going to write it off. Um, and that was always because I just didn't have a girlfriend at the <laughs> at time. At the moment. Yeah. Then it's like as soon as I met somebody, like, oh, this is the one. <laughs> yeah. Or I was like, you know, as soon as you say you're never going to get married, like, that's whenever the person's going to show up. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people have a deep desire to get married and are struggling kind of in that in between time. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this. What did you expect out of marriage at that point? Yeah, I think for me, like I mentioned, it was really about that intimate relationship. It was about that close, that closeness you could only really experience with one person. But we've been married for over two years now. And what's been the most challenging part of marriage to you so far? So I think surprisingly, or some people may be surprised, I'm not, it's not necessarily pertaining to the marriage itself. I think we have a great marriage. But one of the things that has really been, I'm still working on, um, is kind of going back to that whole task thing. I had a job to do. I had, was to find a spouse, get married, have kids, live my life. Those were my goals, but they were also my, that was my job description as I got older. And so for me, my career, like I did a career does matter, but my, it didn't really, it, I didn't really have like this vision in mind or anything like that of exactly what I wanted. I had this family in mind. And so I, um, as we got married, you know, we talked about, we prayed on it and we just didn't feel like now's the right time to have kids, things like that. So like I got married, check. Now what? 
<laughs> so I'm really having to learn, and this may only really pertain to females. I don't know. But for me, like I'm really having to learn myself, learn what it's like for me to be as be an adult. And of course now married, but like I was only out of my parents' house for a little over a year, I think, before we got married. Um, and so I'm having to learn what it's like to be adult Molly and to have fun and obviously not going out all the time, you know, things like that, but like find things about me and for me. So it's not just, I'm living life to be a wife. Of course, I want to be the best wife I can be, things like that, and do my best to be a supporter for you. But we also have our separate times and like I work from home right now. And so it's really hard to like be alone sometimes and be separate from you, which is weird because I spent all this time without you before we got married, but to find that middle ground, you know? I think there are a lot of people that like can experience what you're talking about because I mean, even if you take, if you take my life, for instance, and I had that desire to be in a relationship, but like I could have gone into this marriage and just totally consumed myself with it where you ended up being my whole world, you know, because I want that relationship so bad that whenever we finally got married, like our time apart is horrible. You know, it's just like whenever I was single, you know, like I fall into like almost a depression trying to find myself again. And I think a lot of people, whether they realize it now in singleness or not, like, you can struggle finding your place by yourself whenever you become dependent on somebody else. Or even in your case, like it's just easier to find stuff to do with me around, you know? Right. Like when somebody asks me, what are your hobbies? It's like, well, my husband likes to play video games. So I play with him sometimes, (laughs) but it's like, well, what are your hobbies? (laughs) Well, it's probably even like married people that, that go through the same thing. Like like our age, maybe they haven't like worked out all the all the details of what it's like to be married because it's kind of a it's a learning process. It's yeah. a it's a work in progress. I think all marriages are that way. Whether they're, you know, in the early two to three years or whether they're thirty years from now. And so I think that's I think it's important for other people to understand that people can struggle with that, you know trying to find yourself again whenever your identity's changed. You know, it's it's like other areas of life. If if you go to if you move off to college like I did, you you have to find yourself in a completely different setting because your identity's changed. You're not the same person, you're around new people, like everything has shifted. And the same thing with marriage. Like you're walking into a completely new life and situation yeah well and two and i guess this kind of goes into i guess struggle number two is and it kind of goes along with that what you're saying where do you find the balance of it's not just you move from dating to living together like it's totally different when i thought of marriage i thought you know this dating thing it's great you know marriage should be greater we're just together all the time we got the certificate like we have the label it's great but there's so many things that you don't think about all the time as far as like, we sh- we share money. <laughs> like, I can't just go out and just spend whatever I want like I used to. I have to figure out what at what point am I being selfish about me or 
taking care of myself or I have to put you into perspective of everything I do. If somebody was come up to you and ask, you know, what's marriage like? And they have this perspective in mind. They have their expectations. They see social media. What would you tell them? Through some research I did this week and, and thinking about this topic, I found a study and they, they cited that 61% of young adults believe that love is what holds marriage together. And that sounds, that sounds obvious, like, like, yeah, love holds it <laughs> together. But I think the biggest thing I would tell somebody is that we have this idea of love that is a feeling. And I believe a lot of young adults understand that that marriages take work and they take they take energy and they take compromise and all those things. But I think one of the biggest things that we forget is that love is in action. There are days where maybe we get into an argument, we're frustrated with each other. And some of those times, like you have to force yourself <laughs> to love that person. It's not just a an overwhelming gushy feeling like it's an action. Like I am going to love her. Yeah. I'm going to care about her. There was a book I was going through and this one person said, you know, I've fallen out of love. I just, I don't love my wife anymore. I think, I think it was the, uh, seven habits of highly effective. People. Yeah. That's what it was. And this guy said, yeah, I've fallen out of love with my spouse. I just, I think it's over. I think it's just time to move on. And, uh, Stephen Covey, who wrote the book, he told this person, like, you need to just go love her. He's like, what do I do? My marriage is falling apart. Like, I just don't love her anymore. And he said, go love her. And he says, I don't understand. Like, you didn't hear me. Like, I, I don't love her. There's no more love in this marriage. And he said, no, you have to go love her. Go buy her flowers. Go do all these things, even if you don't feel like it. And then as you continue to do those things, you will fall in love with her again. Love, the feeling is a byproduct of love, the action. And so I think one of the things that we get on social media is this idea of love that's very emotion-driven. It drives us to tears. It's the ending of the romantic comedy where the two people come together at the end and everything's perfect. They've gone through all the tribulation. And that's what we want to think marriage is, is that it's that climactic moment where everything comes together. In a lot of ways, it is. And then life happens. We have flaws, and we have to work through those flaws together. And so love becomes not just a feeling, but an action and a way of life. And so I think it's important to start with that in mind. You're not always going to feel in love. But you can always love. Yeah, I mean, be intentional with that. And again, like I'm probably going to get into some cliche things, but as through our marriage, I've learned a lot. Like, I'm not one that really likes labels and like finding finding out what my enneagram is or whatever it's called. Like, I don't really, but I do believe in like love language and st- or not believe. I do think that those come into play, love language and things like that. And so, like. I feel like we're intentional in learning. We had to find out what each other really liked. It wasn't just like dating where we have these great dates and then we go on our separate ways. It was like every day is we're together. So like we got annoyed with each other for a while. I mean, we still, I mean, do. We still do. Yeah. 
but we were intentional. Like, I know that you like words. I can tell, I can say I love you and that means something to you. Where me, like, yes, I love you means something, but you can tell me 15 times and it might not get across. Where just bringing home an icy from the gas station to me, like, means the world. (laughs) And so finding just those little things that they actually matter. Yeah. And you can't, as like you said, like you can't get those things from a two hour date. Yeah. And I mean, cause you've been separated this, like maybe for the whole week or something. So like, yes, I get to be with you, but I just saw you this morning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And with that same kind of idea with seeing these couples on social media and stuff like that, like, do you ever find yourself now that we're married getting into kind of a comparing game between other couples and us? Yeah, I think so. Like for me, I don't know what it like what it is about me, but like especially when we first got married, like people would be like, "Oh, well, what is Josh like?" Like our first Christmas together, they were, people were asking me like what you liked and stuff, and I was like, "I'm a horrible wife. I have <laughs> no idea." And I think like the fact that I hadn't learned you yet, and I'm still learning yeah. things about you two years later, but I felt horrible because I'm like, "Well, so and so, they know their husband so well." I didn't really compare as much because there's like obviously there there are some things where people be kind of show offy, and outside of that, it really doesn't doesn't impact me a whole lot you know mm-hmm. i feel like we have a good we have a good marriage now if if our marriage was maybe in a more rocky spot like maybe it would be different but and there might be some people like that where it's easier to compare whenever it doesn't feel mm-hmm. great all the time yeah. and sometimes i feel like from like i don't know maybe you're the same way but like if i don't say the right facebook posts on our anniversary yeah like people are going to judge me for because like like she's just a bad wife or if i don't post at all like we didn't for our these last birthdays or whatever and i was like are people gonna like judge us think that we're like separating or something yeah it was for your birthday we spent literally the entire day together (laughs) and i was like i'm not posting on facebook like there's there's just no reason i'm literally physically (laughs) with you like we've literally been in the same car the entire day but at the same time you're sitting there like like people are watching that yeah. and they're like, like he didn't he didn't say happy birthday. Her mom posted happy birthday. Yeah. Like he didn't know. <laughs> so for all you people out there that think we're breaking up because I didn't post for a birthday, here we are talking about marriage. <laughs> it wasn't even that he was mad at me that day. It was just we were already together. <laughs> yeah. That's some other days, so I have to question it, but <laughs> we have discussed marriage, possibly hit on some things that what to look forward to, what to be prepared for, and then even maybe been able to relate to some of the people that are already married, been able to hit on those spots where, you know, maybe they're annoyed with their spouse today or something. But what about the people that are um, are not there yet? They're still waiting for the right person. Maybe they're dating somebody they're not sure about, or they just haven't met the right person yet. What would you say to them? Yeah, I think this question really hits home for me because we got married. I was 22 and you know, we only dated for a short period of time. I went to lunch with a pastor friend of mine. Um, I don't know, maybe the end of the year, the year before, or like, like January or February, just before we met, like months before we met. And I told him, I was like, I don't know what to do. I told him, I was like, I don't know what to do. I want to be married. I want that relationship. I just don't know where it's going to come from. And I 
I was so frustrated and so so irritated. And it's hard to explain that feeling, especially to those that maybe haven't experienced that as much. But it was hard talking to him, trying to express those feelings. And, and he was married and like, like he knew the right person was coming around. He could see it better than I could. But I was just having this terrible time. And I drove away angry, frustrated, kind of in the blues with myself. And so for anybody out there that is sitting there waiting for the right person, you never know. And that sounds cliche, and I know you've probably heard it a hundred times, and there are going to be people in your life that are going to tomorrow say the exact same thing. You never know when the right person is going to come around and you want to just like get them right in the throat or something. But God is working it out on your behalf. You can sit there, you can stress, you can be angry, you can be mad all the time about it. You can be down in the dumps by yourself. You can be sitting in your room frustratedly swiping left, swiping right. Like, where's this right person? Where's this right person trying to make it happen? And I promise you, whenever God has it for it to happen, it is going to happen. And for me and Molly, we met and five months later got married. And so right after I was having that hard time, it was less than six months later that I was married and in the life that I was so desiring for that time. And so I hope you can just be encouraged that God does have it. It's not just a cliche. It's not just something you know Christians say just to get you out of their hair. God is working it out. And so I hope you can feel a little bit more confident in the waiting period, and I, I'm not saying that it's going to be all roses in the waiting, <laughs> but it's going to be okay. And one day you're going to look back and you're going to be like, it was all kind of silly. And uh, that doesn't make it easier right now, but I hope that you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I had like this months before I had this feeling like something's going on here. Like I didn't know what it was. I didn't, I was like, oh, something, God's moving. But like I had this urgency of like, not I've got a date, 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 but like I felt almost like I was opening up to the idea of, you know, something was changing in me. I could feel it. I had talked to a couple of guys and stuff. And then like three months later, we were dating. And it sounds like around the same time period, yeah, the same thing happened to you. And so you may not, re- like you said, like you, you may not realize that God's working on your heart. And I'm not saying go out and just chase everybody. Of course, you know, you have to take action too. You can't be sitting in your on your couch doing nothing. But Pray about it. Ask God that puts it. Ask that God puts it on your heart to know the right time. And I promise you, He will let you know when it's the right time. <laughs> you know, marriage is a difficult thing. It's it's challenging when you're married. It's challenging when you're single. Uh, and there's so many different ways to find advice and different perspectives on it. There are some people that probably have better marriages than we do, and I'm sure there are people that have worse marriages than we do. Um, but I hope that this finds you in a place where you can have some kind of idea of what, of what to expect. It's going to be different. It's going to be challenging, but I think great things are ahead. So thanks for listening this week. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. To keep up with everything we have going on and get updates, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The After Youth Podcast, 
on Instagram and Twitter at AfterYouthPod. If you enjoy the content we put out, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This helps us reach more people with what we're trying to do, and we really appreciate it. Thank you for listening every week, and we will see you again next Friday. Thank you.